Welcome to the In the Church TV and radio broadcast where we are shining the light of God's Word in the church to discuss and resolve real everyday issues that are taking place around the world throughout the nation exposing the good, the bad, and the ugly as we engage in powerful conversations with our expertise, opinions, and revealing everything through the truth of God's Word on every topic imaginable. And so we thank you for joining us in the church on tonight. I am your host, Apostle Deron Shay Zorn, and I'm excited to be with you on tonight in the church. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to another exciting episode of the In The Church TV and Radio Broadcast. I'm so excited that you all are here with us on tonight. And God has planned for us, in store for us, a dynamic um, conversation, a dynamic conversation. Um, And so I am absolutely just ready to engage in what God is going to release on tonight. Something that's very, very dear, 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 and near to me. Amen. Very dear and near to me Um, in the name of Jesus. It is just cold, very so much coincide with um with the book abortions in the church amen glory to god thank you jesus um hallelujah so i'm excited um on on tonight and i thank god for what it is that he's getting ready um to do today in the studio we have a phenomenal um woman of god amen um that god is um brought by for such a time as 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 this Amen. To encourage, to empower, to enlighten, to instruct. Amen. Um, us in in the way to go according to His Word and just through personal experience. Amen. Um, physically, spiritually, emotionally, um, so as well. And so, um, it's nothing like. I'm getting wisdom, wisdom from somebody who have already been in a place that um, that you are experiencing or a man. Um, glory to God. Um, thank you, Jesus. So I'm absolutely um, excited about this dynamic woman of God. And so tonight's topic, um, we're going to be dealing with miscarriages in the church. Man, have have you ever lost something? You know, losing something is is very very difficult, right? And um and when we lose something, when we lose something, um there's a void that is that is generated in our lives, and that void, you know, sometimes we find ourselves looking for a way to fill that void. Now, when we lose something as delicate as a life itself or that which bring forth life as well. Oh my. Um the things that uh, that is attached with the depth of that void 
um, sometimes it may seem to be very um, irreplaceable. Amen. Um, Because at that moment, the the pain and the agony um, that that comes alone, the sorrow that comes alone um, with that. But on tonight, amen, um, we're going to deal with the natural and the spiritual aspect. Amen. Of 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 miscarriages. Amen. Um, in the church, and so I'm absolutely excited about it. Now, man, do, uh, please don't excuse yourself from the broadcast. Amen. Because, um, in the spiritual, in the spiritual, in the spiritual, man, we have uh, men miscarriaging. Right. You're you're having, a, you're losing your your dreams. You losing your vision. You're losing that in which. You know, God has placed on the inside of you. You're losing courage and, and, and faith and, and hope and those desires and aspirations, you know, um, that, that have just been there and that, that you've, you've, you've carried, amen. And, um, and something may have come along and, and, and caused you to miscarry, um, that, desire and so we're gonna have some conversation on tonight that you'll even be able to engage in as well so don't go anywhere amen in the name of jesus um glory to god also for um for those that's in your circle of influence um, go ahead and share this broadcast share this broadcast um with those that you know Amen. Place it on your social media platforms. Amen. Um, text the link. Um, email it out. Whatever by whatever means you need to get it into the hand of those that you know. You never know who's in your circle of influence who have had a spiritual or natural a miscarriage and, and what they're dealing with on the inside and and, and God wants to minister to those void places. He wanna fill the void places on tonight with his word of truth and, and revive somebody in the spirit on tonight that, that they will become whole again. Amen and, and begin to feel the destiny that it mm, that God has called forth in their lives. Amen. Um in the majestic name of Jesus, glory to God. And so be a friend on tonight. Be be a good neighbor, be a good Samaritan. Amen. Um in the majestic name of Jesus. Glory be unto God. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm holding back on, on our guests. Amen. Glory to God. Just, just for a specific reason. But um, you guys go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Amen. And, and share this broadcast. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. And so at this time, at this time, we're going to go ahead and, and, and go into prayer. And then after prayer, I, I absolutely promise you, you're going to hear for my guests on tonight, amen, um, in the majestic name of Jesus. Oh, gracious God, we invite you into this broadcast that you may have your way, that you may take control, oh God, um, of, uh, of these vessels of clay. Oh, gracious King, that as we decrease, you increase in this place, and that, that you may use us, oh God, to be your mouthpiece on 
tonight to speak unto your people what it is that they need in this season, in this hour, oh gracious God, so that that they, oh God, can advance in your word of truth. We thank you, oh God, that right now that you would speak through our mouths and that you would think with our minds, oh God, that our thoughts will line up with yours and they will become one with you, oh gracious King. That as, oh God, your words are released through us on tonight, that there will be words of penetration and activation that begin to transform atmospheres and change the hearts and the minds of man, oh God, so that they may be filled by you. Oh, gracious King, and uh, that they may find, oh God, what it is that they need in this hour, that they may become full and satisfied, and that they will thirst no more, oh God, and the void will, uh, Lord God, no longer be, that they will find themselves in a state of completion, a state of wholeness, uh, almighty King, uh, oh God, in the name of Jesus, that in this moment and in this hour, oh God, that you would mend back together the broken pieces, oh God, of one life, and that your word, oh God, will come forth into the void places just as it did, oh God, in the book of Genesis, and that it begin to bring forth light in the darkness. Oh, Holy One of Israel, we thank you. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you for healing and deliverance, oh God. We thank you for breakthroughs, oh God, on, on tonight in the lives of your people. Oh gracious King, we thank you for the work that, amen, that you've come, oh God. And for the souls that you're sending to this broadcast. Because you know in which, what they are in need of and we glorify you, we magnify you, we give you all the praise and, and the honor, oh God. And it is surely in the majestic name of Jesus that we have prayed, amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. To God be the glory. To God be the glory, thank you, Father. On tonight, um, we have... Amen. Um, this dynamic woman of God, um, she's a mother, a wife. She's a wife, a mother, an author, a speaker, a prophetess. Amen. A mouthpiece for the Father. Amen. Um, she is the author of several books, including It's Time You Birth It Out. Miracles Do Happen and Fit for the Crown. She has spoken at several universities across Central Florida. She has been featured in First for Women magazine, Women's World, and Huffington Post. Her goal is to help others pursue and birth their dreams and destiny. On tonight, um, we have with us none other than Crystal DePaz Lynch, a man of Crystal's Lynch Ministries all the way, a man, glory to God, in the Florida region. And so we just bless God for this dynamic woman of God. Hey, Crystal, welcome to the In the Church TV and Radio Broadcast. Hi, Apostle Lord. Thank you so much for having me on. 
Amen. I'm excited to have you here. We got to go ahead and, and jump in, dive in, and get into this conversation um, on tonight, mm-hmm. um, Dynamic Woman of God, because, uh, you know, I, I just know, and even in this season, it is a right now time, even for a right now word, because um, usually we're, we're in um, the first month of the second quarter. And so, you know, at the beginning of the year, so many people, they, and I'm coming from the spiritual standpoint, you know, they've got their uh, new year resolutions and all those things. And so somewhere about right about now, Mm. they're in that miscarriage stage. Amen. Amen. Uh, You see the signs of it. Um, so, um, let us, so it's just a right now word. It's just a right now moment, a right mm-hmm. now time. So let us just, amen, glory to God, just begin to have some, some conversation, um, yeah. on, on tonight, um, dynamic woman of God. And so we, we want to, um, you know what I'm going to go over to God. I'm going to just give it over to you right now. Amen. And, um, let you just speak unto the people what God has placed in your heart. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you so much, Apostle Zorn, for the opportunity to speak. Um, yes, um, as you heard, I wrote a book called Miracles Do Happen. Um, and so this that is how my whole journey started. Um, author, speaker, life coach, prophetess, and um, uh, about the, in the year 2005, um, my husband and I were, had, had, were married for about a year, and um, we um, got pregnant. Then um, it was my first time getting pregnant. I was a new teacher in the classroom, um, and this is going from the natural aspect, but we're going to be talking about both on tonight, natural and spiritual, uh, telling you how my journey started and even you know, speaking and becoming an author and all those different things, and God branching me out in those areas. Um, was because of what happened with my son and the birth of my son. Uh, so started teaching, new teacher, uh, brand new school year, about to start. Two weeks in, um, on the weekend, uh, I began to have contractions. Now, contractions are not bad, but contractions are bad when you start having them too early. That can happen in the natural and the spiritual. So for me, um, I began having contractions at 24 weeks of pregnancy. Now, that is extremely early to be having contractions when you're pregnant. The normal pregnancy is 40 weeks, of course. You're a woman. You know that. And so I was not expecting that to have contractions. I was not expecting to go through any preterm labor. Uh, I got to the hospital. They have to rush me to the hospital. And they tell me that they can't stop the labor. They can't give me anything to stop it. The baby's coming now. So I had to brace myself because it wasn't expected. I was in shock. Mind you, this is in the natural. I was in shock, and I birthed a one-pound, eight-ounce baby named Gabriel. That is how this journey all started for me, and that is what the Lord has placed in my heart to speak to people and to teach people, um, especially with my book, It's Time to Birth It Out. Um, that book came after Miracles Do Happen because many times we can have, you know, preterm labor in the natural. Of course, we know that and even in the spiritual aspect as well. And sometimes we are miscarrying because maybe something that we're not even aware of what we're doing or something that just unexpectedly happens, and it may be something that comes up against us. It may be a disappointment. It may be something um, that we're doing on our own or just maybe something, you know, just 
something random, we don't realize what's happening, and we're miscarrying before we're actually supposed to birth. So we're not going full term. And when we miscarry, we're not birthing out the full-term baby. And what happens when you don't birth out a full-term baby is that there's issues, there's complications, right? And there's things that that baby, even in the natural and the spiritual, have to go through in order to get to full term. And sometimes, if not taken care of properly, that baby, that business, that dream, if you birth it out, you know, prematurely and miscarry it um, or, or prematurely birth it out, you can miscarry it and then the baby will die. And that's what miscarriage is. When your purpose dies, your destiny dies before you even get to full term and what you're supposed to birth fully. So that is what I'm here to talk about on tonight and how we look at a pregnancy and the woman's pregnancy in the natural is how it correlates in the spiritual realm. And what we need to do in order to carry full term, there's certain steps, you know, following the will of God for your life, making sure you're in prayer, make sure you're in fasting, all these different things um, come together to make sure that you're birthing full term and ordering, allowing God to order your steps and hearing his voice making sure that you're hearing him clearly and, and what he's telling you to do, when he's telling you to move, when he's telling you to walk, when he's telling you not to, and making sure you're hearing him and him only because that is a determining factor in whether you birth full term or not or you miscarry. Many times we miscarry um, what's on the inside of us. I mentioned disappointment and, you know, things that just happen in our life. It could be something natural like, you know, financial issues. It could be something... Um, concerning, um, you know, something going, something you're going through with your children. It could be something that you're going through with your health. All of these things can cause you to miscarry in the spiritual realm because you're so focused on things that's going on in the natural. What the enemy likes to do is use that to, uh, for you to uh, either abort or you're miscarrying your purpose. You're miscarrying your destiny. And so we need to come to a place where we're healed delivered and we're set free from a lot of the baggage and the stuff that has gone on in our lives and uh, continue to move forward in Christ so we can see where he wants us to be because God wants us to be in a beautiful place. He wants us to be in a whole place. He wants us to be in a place where we can see his, all his benefits, right? We can see everything that he has for us. He says in Matthew 18 and 14, that none shall miscarry or be barren in your land. I will fulfill the number of your days. So if you are in Christ, then you're not going to miscarry. If you're doing what he's called you to do, you're not going to miscarry. But in order for us not to miscarry, we have to make sure we're following Christ and following those steps of Christ. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, you just said, you said a, a, a lot. Um, in, in in that very um, brief time um, as well. So um, dynamic uh, woman of God, my Lord, um, you, you definitely went through some things. So I want to just, I want us to just come and just take some of what it is that you have spoken about. When she talked about, you know, miscarriage, man, is the, the, the lost of she mm-hmm. talked about from your dreams, your goals, you know, um, your desires and, and your aspiration. And it is the loss of that. And she dealt with some things that could cause mm-hmm. you. She she talked about unexpected things, um, 
two different things that I kind of discuss about woman of God when it um, with with with, um, with miscarriage. You know, some of your 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 miscarriage and it can be spontaneous. Right, mm-hmm. so it might be a spontaneous miscarriage, and, and what that is, it's just something that happens suddenly to you. Yeah, it's a suddenly happen, um, and mm-hmm. um, you know, you may come upon an event that, um, or storm, or trial, or tribulation may come up and cause mm-hmm. discouragement in such a way that you give up mm-hmm. on the promise of God. You give up on the goal that God has called forth. Mm -hmm. You can also have an induced miscarriage. Mm -hmm. And an induced miscarriage can take place when you are being Mm -hmm. constantly attacked. Whether it's physically, Mm -hmm. whether it's mentally, um, um, emotionally, um, just a consistent attack from you, you can have internal and your attacks can even in the spontaneous it can be an in, internal attacks or external attacks as well, mm-hmm. as well that could affect and cause you to lose um your your mm-hmm. your baby your dreams are going to cause you to terminate um the plans that that you were walking out or, or that you were in um, just mm-hmm. abruptly, abruptly or um, over time, amen. And so those type of things, you know, being in unsupportive um, environments, right? Mm. Being in unsupportive environments. So if you're in a toxic environment, if your mm-hmm. environment is not conducive for what you're carrying, uh-huh. then it could cause you to have a miscarriage. That's it. Man, mm. and so our environments are absolutely important, man, um, when it comes mm-hmm. to um, giving birth to our dreams, mm. our goals, our destiny, the things in which God has called forth in our lives. You cannot be in the company of non-believers. That's it. You, you can't hang around the faithless. You can't be, you know, that Psalms um, 1 and 1 is so vital to you. You can't be mm-hmm. in the midst of the, the sinners, the mockers, and the scorners. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they will cause you to miscarry your your dream, your goals, your, 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 your desires. Mm-hmm. Why? Because... They they don't provide nutrients, the nutrients yeah. that's going to be necessary so that your baby can live in, in the physical and also in the natural. Mm. As as one carries, whether it's a baby or a dream, it must be fed mm. the proper nutrients so yeah. that it may live. Yeah. And not die. So let's talk about this since we're on nutrients. So let's talk about the diet. (laughs) Let's deal with, because our our spiritual diet or, amen, um, Mm -hmm. our diets is a, is a effect, amen, the growth and development Mm -hmm. of our babies. Amen. Yes. And I talk, uh, yes, amen. I talk a lot about that in my book. It's time to birth it out. 
um, correlating how when a mother in the natural is pregnant and she's, for example, she may be around a smoker, right? She can get secondhand smoke, um, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, A condition uh, from people smoking around her. Same goes in the spiritual. So if you're around people who are constantly telling you, you know, why are you doing this? You can't make it. You can't do this. They're trying to hold you back. They are telling you, um, you know, or they may not even be saying it the words. They could be saying it with their actions. A lot of times people think it's just from words. It could be actions. They could, you know, clap in front of you, but then in the background, they're really not clapping. You see what I'm saying? So we have to look at actions. Actions tells it all. Tells it all. And um, as far as nutrients are concerned, um, when you're in the spiritual realm, if you are around uh, people who are, like you said, constantly negative, constantly telling you, okay, um, maybe you, could, you should try something else. Maybe you should do something else. Now, there's a difference when there's people who really, you know, love you and they're, you know, wanting to help you and um, they're feeding you the right things because they want to help you. And that's, you know, healthy criticism. But then you have to know the difference and you know the difference by people's actions and that relationship and that trust with that person. Now, for a person, uh, a mom, uh, you know, in the natural, she may eat something um, that her body doesn't agree with. Uh, for example, rotten fruit or something like that. She didn't know, but she eats it and she's throwing up. Same as in the natural. Um, when you, you know, are around certain people, do they give life to your dream or do they make you throw out your dream, push it to the side? Do they make you push it on, put it on the shelf? Do they make you say, oh, no, you don't need to do that right now. You don't need to read those books right now. You don't need to go back to school right now. Are, are they pushing you um, to do better? Are they pushing you forward? So that's why we have to evaluate our circle. And we hear a lot about that in this time and age, about evaluating your circle and making sure the right people are around you. And it is true. You need to evaluate your circle. You have to have people that will help yes, to birth your, help you to birth, which are your, um, your midwives and those people um, who, for example, in, this, in the natural, you wouldn't just have anybody in the room with you birthing when you're birthing your baby, right? You have the closest people with you, your mother. You know, I remember I had my mother in there. You know, I had my husband in the room with me, um, my sister, people who you know who can handle helping you birth this baby, right? People who you know that you can trust, who, who believe in you, who you know that they don't have anything you know, ill against you and that you know that they're going to help you get to the place of destiny that you need to be at. Now, if you have the wrong people in the room with you, then you could be putting your baby at stake and you could be right there at that very moment of birthing and you have the wrong person in the room with you and they don't know how to tell teach you and they don't know how to get you through the labor then you're in you're in trouble because how many of us know that somebody who's not a doctor for example not saying that you have to be a doctor to birth a baby there's been people who birth babies you know randomly in bizarre situations and they're you know if somebody was there and they birthed the baby fine but what i'm saying is if there's not somebody who's trained mm-hmm. um in most situations to help you to birth this baby um, you're putting your baby at risk and at stake. You're just your destiny, your dreams at risk and at stake. And sometimes we wonder, well, why am I having these, you know, thoughts of, you know, not wanting to go forward or 
I do have these thoughts of maybe going forward, but then I'm feeling like there's an oppression over on this side or a wall from these people on this side. But why am I feeling like this? I shouldn't feel that way because God has given us dreams. He's given us vision. He's given us life. And we should always be growing. We should always be moving. We should never be stuck and stagnant. And if we are stuck and stagnant, that means that we need to change what we're, you know, our diets. And that diet means changing circles changing, um, you know, even what we listen to, it goes deep, you know, deep, deeper, you know, it can go to the changing how we feel about ourselves, just certain things that we know we need to change, certain things we need to know we don't need to ingest anymore in order for us to birth out that dream and birth out that vision and birth out that destiny. And certain things are so vital that you can only have key players in the room with you at that moment you cannot just have anybody around you you cannot just tell everybody what you're about to birth you cannot just tell anybody what you're about to push out because if you tell the wrong person then your dream could be dead you can miscarry if you tell the wrong person you know and sometimes we're you know we're guilty at that we're telling you know we're so excited about telling people you know, oh, I'm going to birth this, I'm going to, you know, I'm doing my book, I'm doing my business, and this is what I'm doing now, and I'll, and that's all great. Tell the right people, that's great. But you have to be careful about telling certain people, the wrong people, that will take that and they will try to sabotage or take that and they will try to allow you to miscarry, and you're wondering why, well, why is everything falling apart? And, and you know, why is everything falling apart when I was supposed to be moving forward? And that was because you didn't have the right people. You didn't tell the right people to help you birth. You didn't have the right midwives in your room with you. And, for example, um, when I was pregnant with um, my son that I had um, miscarried, he had to go through a lot. He had to go through a lot of specialists. And if those specific specialists weren't in there for his specific purposes, then I don't, you know, of course the Lord has helped, but God anointed people, you know, with those mm-hmm. positions and everything to allow him to be helped. For example, neonatologists, they work with premature babies and things like that. Um, if that person was not trained for that, okay, well, what would happen? Do you see what I'm saying? So I'm saying it in that aspect as if you have to have those people who are trained, meaning, in, you know, spiritually, who've been there, who can help you push that thing out, who are not jealous who are not holding you back. And then, of course, like I said, we have to bring balance. You have to have those people who also, you know, can discern and say, you know, okay, maybe you're trying to birth this thing too early. You need to kind of slow down unless you take the step by step, but also not trying to hold you back at the same time because they're, they're pushing you, yes, and they're making sure that you're going to get to your destination, you're birthing the baby, but they're not holding you back either. Do you see what I'm saying? It's like a, it's a balance. Amen. So I'm going to jump in right here at a very, very good, um, great points, dynamic um, woman of God. And, you know, even mm-hmm. your, your analogy with the secondhand smoke and um, everybody not being um, in the delivery room with you mm-hmm. um, as well, because that could mm-hmm. hurt your, you know, hurt your baby. Um, it can cause mm-hmm. your baby to be what I deformed. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. um, and it can cause your baby to um, to develop um, mm-hmm. different forms of disease that cripple mm-hmm. its growth and development mm-hmm. um, as well. Everybody mm-hmm. is not qualified to handle your baby, 
And so she mentioned mm-hmm. the voice of God. The Lord says, my sheep shall know my voice and, and another mm-hmm. one that they he shall not follow. Amen. And so mm-hmm. it's vital that you have the voice of God. You know the voice of God. Amen. Mm-hmm. It's very critical because when you know the mm-hmm. voice of God, he's going to tell you who can handle who is that midwife? Who are those midwives that he has put yeah. in place to help you um, deliver mm-hmm. your baby? I know with me, with my last child, we had a team of five. I had five specialists wow. from the beginning, from the inception. When we found out that I was pregnant, they put mm. together a team of five. And wow. man, because I've had had a, a, a miscarriage, I had had a stillborn. Right, and mm. I had a pre uh, uh, a premature baby as well. I I, I delivered mm-hmm. um, too early, and so they put mm-hmm. together a team. Amen. Yeah. For the God and of specialists, just like you mm-hmm. said, um, to be on point. Mm-hmm. And then this particular team, you know, um, they put mm-hmm. together because it was their job to make sure I carried that baby full term. Wow. It, it, that was wow. their job. They was in position. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, that's the only baby mm-hmm. that I've carried full term. Wow. Right? Because wow. God put the team together. And, you know, that's I didn't it. orchestrate the team. You can't orchestrate mm-hmm. the team. And even with that team, it may, you know, people who you think should be on the team may not mm-hmm. be, need to be a part of the team. I mean, exactly. Um, because exactly. they may not be equipped. With, yeah. with what it is you're carrying. This is the other thing. See, I mean, God will place those on the team who is equipped to carry, um, amen, to help yeah. carry you with what it is that God is developing in you. Mm-hmm. And and so, yeah. amen, so, and so everybody ain't qualified. Everybody don't have that level of anointing, amen, um, mm-hmm. to, to carry you. You can't have somebody that, um, that, that not carrying, um, that, that is not anointed to even carry right. what it is mm-hmm. that, that, that you have if, if they're not That's at it. that place. So I'm going to give you an example. So this, <laughs> this one person, amen, according to God, and I'm telling you, she was talking about <laughs> how people talk negative to you and they'll, you know, the people say stuff and, I'm going to talk about rejection in a moment, but um, Mm. people will say stuff to you. And if you don't know the word, the voice of God, and you ain't assured in that, and you don't stand firm on the word of God, Mm. you will miscarry all Mm. day long. But I remember somebody telling me Mm. uh, one time and they said, um, you will never develop, right? Wow. They said, hey, like you never and this was a leader and said it right in my face and said, you know, you, 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 (laughs) you would never develop, um, above the teacher and i am and this is what i said i said well praise you jesus because this right here Mm -hmm. is not the destination that god has for me he has so much more and i'm so glad that the holy spirit is my teacher because there's no boundaries in you and i said it just that boldly just that boldly because i knew the places that god i knew Mm. i have the dreams i i have the visions of Mm. all where it is that he's telling me and and things of that nature and at that at that particular place i hadn't hit international yet and so i know i was going Mm. there i just didn't know how he was gonna make the connections and how he was gonna make it do Mm. it and i'm and had i took what was take was said to me at that particular time Mm. if i wasn't um if i wasn't assured in my relationship with god Mm. and if i was um amen if i was um someone who feared man over god 
Mm. I, I would have miscarried if, if I was mm. someone who was hadn't been healed from rejection. I would have miscarried. Mm. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So there's so mm. many things and so many um things that we have to even deal with, even within our own selves. When God give us the mm -hmm. word, um, 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 people mm -hmm. of God, we have to even make sure that we're in our out that we are in a place spiritually physically emotionally yeah. where we can mm -hmm. we can even carry what god has given us why because if our body mm -hmm. if, if we're not in those places in mm -hmm. each of those areas we're not in that place and fit amen mm -hmm. to, to carry mm -hmm. it because we have not allowed god to heal set us free and deliver guess what yeah we're gonna mm -hmm. miss we're, we're gonna we'll we'll miscarry my, my mom because of her mm. frame size or whatever. She had all of her children premature. All of them premature. Wow. All of us premature. She had 10. Five died. Mm. Oh, my because goodness. Because our weight was low. Amen. Glory to God. Wow. So her body couldn't hold the weight. And when your body can't hold yeah. the weight of, of, of what it is that mm. you're carrying. Amen. Because you mm. haven't got healed, set free, and delivered. My God, mm. you will miscarry all day long. Any little thing will cause you mm. to miscarry. Somebody said, you yeah. know, my God, and and it and it don't and I'm telling you the things that come as soon as you get the word, it the word is what comes under attack. Not so much of you being attacked. Mm. It's the word that God has placed mm. in you. The dream come under attack. The vision instantly mm -hmm. come under attack. And, and and you gotta be able to stand firm. Yeah. Stand firm in it. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, mm. Jesus. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this quote, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give it. To, I'm gonna um we're gonna have some things. I want to talk about um even the importance of agreement. And Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. I'll come back to that delivery room thing a little bit later. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. I do want to touch on that um as well because there are some things that's vitally important. Amen. When you receive a word of God, Amen. Um, mm -hmm. Glory to God in order to carry it. So I'm going to come with this statement and we're going to, actually we're going to take a break and we're going to come back. So I'm going to leave you guys with this right here. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Because we're definitely having a powerful conversation here in the church. You cannot carry mm. what you mm -hmm. cannot conceive. Mm. And we're going to come back and that's going to be, that's going to be what's going to catapult us in the next segment. So I want y'all to mm. meditate on that for a moment. You cannot carry what you cannot conceive. Amen. My God. Mm. In the majestic name of Jesus. We're having a powerful time in the church on tonight. My God, my God. We're talking about miscarriages in the church. And I'm telling you while we're on this break, go ahead. Go ahead and share this broadcast um, um, on your social media platforms. Because there's some people that you know. Who are who have miscarried some things, and there are some people that's in a critical stage where there are signs of a miscarriage mm -hmm. that's taking place in their lives. Amen. Yeah. Be a good Samaritan on tonight, Hallelujah, and, and share and get them connected. Get them on this broadcast, Amen. Um, in the majestic name of Jesus, we will be right back in the church. Um, dynamic people of God. What do you do 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory be unto God in this place. I want to welcome you back to the In the Church TV and radio broadcast. I am your host, Apostle Deron Shade Zorn. Amen. In the name of Jesus, are you determined? To trust him. Amen. When the odds are stacked up against you, are you determined to trust him? Amen. Even when, amen, um, nobody else believes in, in you. Nobody else is believing in what it is that God has placed on the inside of you. Are you willing to trust him? Even if you have to go all by yourself. Amen. Are you willing to trust him? Even if you have to give up some things just so you can reach your destiny. Or are you willing to trust him with everything that you have? Amen. Um, in you and, and, and with you, amen, everything that he has given unto you, are you willing to trust him so that you may fulfill your purpose, your goal, your destiny, amen, um, the very purpose, the very thing in which he has orchestrated you here to be for, for such a time as this, amen, glory to God, are you willing, are you willing um, to trust in him with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding, Amen. Acknowledging him in all your ways so that he can direct your path. Opening the doors, your path, your path to the doors of purpose, the doors of promise, the doors of prosperity, the doors of permission. Amen. The doors of victory, the place where you just shine in him. Amen. The place, amen, where you overcome your foes, where your enemies are scattered, where, my God, your table is prepared. For you in the presence of your enemies. That that place. Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus. Glory be unto God in this place. Hallelujah. We got none other than the dynamic woman of God. Um, prophetess, author, speaker. Christelle DePaz Lynch. Amen. In the studio with us with Crystal Lynch Ministries. And we're having an amazing conversation on miscarriages in the church. And I thank you guys for joining us on tonight. And we're excited that the dynamic woman of God is in the studio with us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I also want to thank each of you for sharing um, this broadcast on your social media platforms amen before we close out tonight remember amen we're going to do the top five country shout out amen in the majestic name of jesus glory to god the more you share and get on amen glory to god that's the higher the ranking comes amen hallelujah glory be unto god um in the majestic name of jesus i left off amen in, in the last segment Ooh, um, there was much that was talked about, um, dynamic, um, people of God, um, we've talked about, you know, not everybody being in the delivery room with you, we've dealt with, amen, things that could cause you to miscarry, we've talked about going into preterm labor, the woman of God have, um, she, she mentioned that a, a little bit, she even, um, told you what you need in order to carry a baby full term we talked about even how teamwork makes the dream work and having the right people amen the right coaches consultant midwives whatever you want to call them amen right there with you 
to help you birth into your destiny. Amen. Um, in the majestic name of Jesus, we talked about how toxic environments um could be a hindrance to what it is that you're birthing, and how your your diet um could also set you up for having a spiritual miscarriage. Amen. Um, in the name of Jesus, so I'm absolutely excited about um what we're getting ready to go into. Um, in the second segment, um, I left you guys off with you cannot carry what you cannot conceive amen glory to god thank you jesus hallelujah and so i i brought that out for a um for a reason because conception is very very important amen um in the life of an individual before we can carry anything before we can carry anything you have to conceive it Amen. Um, in the name of Jesus, um, glory to God. So, what is conception? Amen. And, and when it comes to the realm of, of the spirit, it is the beginning of, of spiritual pregnancy, but it's the act of conceiving an idea, thought, vision, a word of promise, instructions, correction, tr or training. Amen. Um, glory to God. So, it is the act of, of believing. If, if I don't believe, it's difficult, amen, um, if I can't conceive it, it's difficult for me to carry it, amen, glory to God. And there's some vital components to conception, to conception that set you up or position you, amen, to come from a high-risk state of losing what it is that God has placed on the inside of you. Amen. So without conceiving. Amen. What you are seeing or hearing. In the realm of. Of, of the spirit. It cannot take place. That's just like with, with a woman. Amen. If the egg and the embryo. Does not come together. Right. Hallelujah. I mean, the, the egg and the sperm. I'm sorry. Don't come together. Can't. Amen. Um, bring forth the embryo. Amen. That conception doesn't take place. And so it needs two things. Two things. Two things have to agree. Two things. Two things. So that you can have, amen, um, the higher, um, to bring you from a critical state, amen, of, of being at high risk. Um, you got to have an agreement. Two things agreeing at 100%. Amen. And, and these two things need to be your heart and your mind. Your heart and your mind. You got to believe in your heart. And you got to believe in your mind. Both of those things, they need to agree together. Because if your mind agree, but your heart don't, your heart can always talk your mind out of it. Or vice versa. If you believe in your heart, but in your mind, there's so many things um, that is contrary to what you believe in your heart, then your mind can talk your heart out of it. And now I know some of us have been in some places and some situations where God don't spoke some to us or whatever and we just don't talk to ourselves out of it before we even spoke it to somebody else and they had a chance, right, to talk us out of it. Amen. And so we have to first come into this place of agreement on um, people of God within ourselves. That's critical. Um is it, it, it when we come into a place where we are looking for other people to confirm 
or to acknowledge to acknowledge um, something that God has called forth in our lives, we are already standing in a critical place. Amen. We are positioned for a setup, a setup. Amen. Um, with miscarrying the very thing, the the very our very purpose, our dreams, our goals, our visions, our, our destiny. Amen. When we are looking for, or standing in that place when we know we heard God, but we are searching. We're searching because we don't believe. We're trying to find, to, to search for somebody or something, amen, um, to give us that, um, that, that, um, to affirm us, right, um, and what it is that God has spoken in our lives. But what if, what happens? Because sometimes some people, they don't, it'd it be a moment before they're confirmed by other people, amen, um, word of God, or acknowledged by other people and so what do you do amen what do you do amen glory to god thank you jesus i think that's why so many people have miscarried the word of god amen for their lives and in their lives amen because they've been searching and looking for it for man and god has been like amen glory to god I, god is the one that that chooses us he said you didn't choose me but i chose you amen so that you may be fruitful hallelujah thank you jesus glory to god and so he chose you for that thing so that you may be fruitful she said something in the last segment that immediately took my mind to um amen no eyes have seen, no ears have heard, neither have it entered into the thought of man. The things that God have planned for those who love him. Amen. Glory to God. Yes, but it is revealed by the Spirit. Amen. Glory to God. And so, what happens in those times when, amen, God ain't revealed it to other people. When God hasn't revealed it to other people, but he's revealed it to you amen glory to god so woman of god let's have some conversation on tonight <laughs> hallelujah um, <laughs> in the name of jesus glory to god yes 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 i believe that what happened you said that what happens when um they don't someone who has not told you what um or believe what you carry or what you have, you know, birthed, and they don't believe that um, either you shouldn't be birthing it, or they haven't felt that they haven't heard from God for what you believe you heard God had said. Well, the thing that I have, what I have to say about that is, is that um, everyone has their own personal relationship with the Father, with the Lord, and um, I believe that if you have that personal relationship with Him, you pray, you read your Word. You are, um, you know, really intently listening to the voice of God. You've, um, you felt like you've, you know, you've, you're a seasoned Christian. You um, have been walking in the faith for a, a while. Then um, when God tells you something, you will know in your spirit. And, and a lot of people will describe it as, for, and for me, for example, it would be like an unction in your spirit. Um, and you just know, you just feel 
and you, you sense and you know what God is saying to you, and you know what he's telling you to do. Um, and that's what happened to me when I started to write my books. I just knew God told he, and I heard him clear as day. He said, you need to write books for women that have been through miscarriage and not only the natural, but the spiritual, you need to write books. And that's what happened with, uh, where I wrote the book is time to birth it out because that covers the spiritual aspect of birthing and miscarrying and things of that nature. And I heard him clear as day, everything I've done in my life and what I've birthed out, I've heard him clear as day. I've never moved on anything without hearing the voice of God. And I think that a lot of people get it messed up and twisted that, you know, you need to get approval or you need something else, you know, from someone else, or you need a, a word. And God does speak through prophecy and we should covet prophecy and prophecy is very important. Um, and it confirms a lot, but I'm talking about more so when God tells you something and you're reading prophecy, you're reading the word that is prophecy and God gives you something, an inspiration in your spirit to do something, a dream, then you want to go ahead and do that because God is going to hold us responsible for something that we, you know, the things that he put in us, because we could be holding that word for someone that um, is waiting for us to manifest this thing. Right. And if you know, you look around and you're like, okay, well, I should have done this. And then you turn around and then you see someone else is birthing out the thing that God told you to birth out because you didn't step out on faith and do what God told you to do, or you were hesitant or you weren't sure. Now there's people that are like, oh, I'm not sure. Should I be birthing this out? Should I do it? Now that's when you get your trusted counselors, your trusted advisors. And um, the Bible says, you know, that uh, you should be getting, you know, counsel. Right, uh, wise counsel. Right, wise people counsel. who trust. Right, wise counsel. Um, and those could be some of your leaders, pastors, people who you know, who you can trust. Like again, same thing with being in the birthing room, right, the delivery room, like we talked about, people that you know you can trust, who you they you know they believe in you, you know they're not, you know they're not, they don't have anything against you, they want to help you, and they want to help to steer whatever that thing you know God is telling you. And, you know, bounce it off of them and say, you know, this is what I believe the Lord is telling me to do. You know, what do you think about this? And you are going to get that wise counsel that you need, right, if it's from the right people now. And that can help you bring you direction. Because a lot of times, you know, we want to do it on our own. We want to do it, you know, things, you know, the way we think it should be. And God is saying, okay, you need this wise counsel. But then on the other hand, there are people who know that they know that they know God said this is what they're supposed to do. And a lot of times, um, because we are human and, you know, we're all, uh, you know, human and, you know, flesh and all wrapped up in flesh and everything. And it's like, you have to know how to discern the voice of God and discern the voice of self. And you have to know, you know, that's why I said white counsel is important. But then you have to also know yourself. Is this flesh or is this the spirit of God? And how you will know that is giving that time giving that prayer, giving that fasting, giving that being in his word, writing down the vision and making it plain and writing it down in your journal, you know, so you can run with it, write it down, you know, look at it. You don't have to jump, you know, jump and do it tomorrow. You know, you can, you know, say, Lord, I'm going to pray on this. I'm going to, I want you, I'm going to seek your faith. If it's still in my spirit, you know, next week, the week after that, then th that means that I need to run with this thing. Right. And that's how it's happened for me. Everybody else is different, 
And a lot of times I see people who just do things just to do it, or they're just starting this business, starting that, but they don't have anything, you know, they're just doing it, but they haven't had the call to do it. You have to have that call to do it. And when the Lord speaks to you directly, he will tell you exactly what he wants you to do. He will tell you exactly how to build it. He will tell you exactly how to, um, how it needs to function, whether it's a business, whether it's a ministry, whether, you know, whatever you want to do, God will tell you exactly the, the pathway that you need to go in order for his word to be projected in whatever arena that you need to go into. So, and then you were talking about conceiving and it is true. That is the belief of actually, you know, conceiving that baby. So you mentioned um, when the man and woman get together and the sperm and the egg and and all that. And it was so funny. And this is talking about a natural, but it can also correlate the spirit. Uh, My husband and I, we were talking, I said, yeah, we have three boys. Right. I don't have any girls, three boys. And um, I said, yeah, you gave me three boys. It was you. you. But it scientifically uh, is what the woman receives. So I decided in my, you know, my uh, whatever's on the inside of me, you know what I'm saying, um, receive boys. So I was the choice because it's what I received. Right. So. Your word that you got from the Lord, you're, you're getting all these other words, you know, from a lot of different places and a lot of different people, but you need to receive what God has for you. And when you receive what God has for you, whether that be through the prophetic word, through whatever, you know, your pastor's preaching in the pulpit, whatever, or when you, if you're in your, in your own bedroom and you're hearing the voice of God for your life, receiving that word, not the enemy's word, not people's word, not, you know, Susie's word not your mom's word, what is God saying for your life is so vitally important. When you receive that, then you can conceive that and believe it. But then you have to believe that you can actually perform and manifest that thing. Because a lot of times we come to, we get into the stage of receiving it, but then we don't go into the manifestation of it because of maybe rejection. We go through fear of what people are going to say about when we birth it. We go through um, what, who, who does she think she is? I've gone through that. I've heard, you know, people say things about me like, oh, what is she doing now? You know, she's, she's writing this book now. She's speaking here. She's and I had to shut those voices down because I knew what God told me and I knew what he said. And when you shut those voices down and you just, you hear the voice of the Lord clear as day, he's going to bless you for it. And you're going to see so many things open up for you because you've listened to his voice and his voice only, and you shut out the naysayers, you shut out the negative words, you shut all those things out. And in order for us to manifest, because we conceive, but it can stay from at conception. And we've heard of those stories where you miscarry early, you know, you're four weeks and you, you the baby, they're saying, oh, no, the baby's gone. There's no more baby. It vanished. You know, or... You know, you get to eight weeks or 12 weeks, whatever amount of weeks you are, and the baby's vanished because there was no belief that you could carry this thing out. You wrote it down. You believed at that conception point, but we didn't carry it to manifestation. And in order to carry it to manifestation, and I talk a lot about this when I go and speak, is taking action on the Word of God. Well, faith without works is dead, right? So having that faith, God gave me this Word. I have the faith that I know that this is going to come to pass over my life. I know what he said, and I'm going to take action on those things he told me to do, whether that be a business, whether that be whatever it may be, I'm going to take action on those things. I'm going to put things in place because a lot of times people think things are supposed to miraculously happen, right? When God is waiting on us to take action on 
believing. That's first faith. Then he's waiting on us to take action on those things in the natural and put those things in place so that we won't miscarry and so we won't abort and so we can, you know, be full term. And then when we get things right and when we get our things self in line and in order and we're ready, and that may not just be like physically, okay, I'm going to get my business in order. It may just be something uh, like you were saying before, getting yourself in order. So then when God does bless you with that thing, he knows that you're ready for it and now he can move and do the rest of what he said he's going to do. And he's waiting on you so he, he can do what he has to do, right? So it's all predicated upon us. It's predicated upon our belief system, our mindset. It's predicated upon um, being triumphant in those areas that and going through the wilderness season and periods that we have to go through because a lot of people don't like to, they like to give birth, they, you, they like to see the baby, not like to give birth, they like to see the baby, but they don't like the labor, right? Because labor is, is tiresome, the labor is hard, the labor is not easy, um, and we're looking around, you know, like, okay, I'm just supposed to birth this baby out, and it's going to be all nice, and it's, I'm going to be smiling, and we're waiting for that epidural, sometimes there's going to be no epidural, sometimes you're going to have to go through tough times, mm-hmm. and, you know, People think that um, it's going to be easy to get to destiny, and it's not easy all the time. It's not nice, and it's not a bed of roses. We, not, we never thought they were going to gossip about us. We never thought that the, the baby was going to die. We never thought, you know, that we we're going to get laid off from this job we've been on for years. We never thought, right, that our sister was going to turn on us, whatever it may be. We didn't think it, but it, had, it happened, and God allows it to process us to make us stronger in the process so that when we get to that place of destiny, we are strong. We're able to carry others where they need to be carried because it's all for his glory to help someone else. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Um, Blessed be the name of the father. Um, So much, so much, so much um, to just even be said about that. She said, we like the baby, but um, we do not like, the labor, amen. The labor mm-hmm. is absolutely essential. Um, a couple of things that you know came to my mind um, when she was even dealing with wise counsel and being those mm-hmm. uh, being instructional. You have to be coachable, amen. Mm-hmm. When you're looking to carry your baby full term without any mm-hmm. birth defects, mm-hmm. you have to be coachable, amen. Yeah. Um, you have to be willing to listen to, she said something mm-hmm. very specifically. She said, wise counsel. Amen. Yeah. And in the, in the counsel of the wise, you will hear the distinguished voice of God. Yeah. Amen. In the name of Jesus. And so you have to be I'm willing to do that. I was, I, I when you was talking about that, Rehoboam came to mind. Rehoboam and I mean, that was King um, Solomon's son. That was Uh who took over the kingship after him. And um, a situation arise where those who um, Solomon had um, had put some commands under and um, they came to Rehoboam to discuss, to come and renegotiate what had what Uh their father had did unto him. And. Um, he mm-hmm. went to wise council and the wise council was like, lighten the load. Mm. And he went 
and he and they talked to he went and talked to his friends who had no wisdom. Now he don't went and talk to those who served under his father. Amen. Um Amen. glory to God who's helped his father through his regina. You can find this in Second Chronicles chapter eleven. Um, and mm-hmm. then he went and talked with his friends and they said, no, go back and tell them that you will put, you, you'll put a heavier yoke on them than what your father did. Mm. And he followed the, the, the counsel of the unwise. And when wow. he followed the counsel of the unwise, guess what took place? The kingdom mm. was tore apart. That, that is where the kingdom, when um when Israel was was split into two, when you had your northern and your southern, that moment right there mm-hmm. was the action that took place. Even mm-hmm. though we know it was prophesied because of what his dad did, but however, that was the that that was the things that took place that caused the split within the kingdom, because as soon mm-hmm. as he listened to the unwise. Yeah. That caused Israel, that, that caused those to revoke against him. Mm-hmm. And my God, and, 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 and that which um, led Jeroboam to get those 10, um, ten tribes mm-hmm. and that left Rehoboam with only two. Now he was over all Israel, but because he listened to the unwise, mm-hmm. it tore the kingdom from under him. My God, wow. in the name of Jesus. So that was one thing um, that, that just mm-hmm. that, that saturated in my mind. But then my mind also went over to Sarah and Abraham yeah. and Hagar mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. as well. Amen. Um, glory to God. Because you have some people who are in barren places in our lives. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's destitute. And as long Mm -hmm. as you can look back over your generation and as long as you can look back in your over your life, it just seemed like it had just been a destitute state. It's been a place of barrenness, barrenness, empty, unproductive, unsuccessful and all those things. And and, and, and even though you, you know, you been right there in, in that place God is still speaking life I, you know he's uh, you know just like he told Abraham, Abram Sarah is going to have a child yeah. and he's saying to you, you, you you're going to have you, you, and he's giving you vision he's giving you dreams he's you know mm-hmm. placed things in your heart and so Sarah yeah. looked at her condition and so many people looking at their condition mm-hmm. and they're miscarrying the promise of God and so mm-hmm. they are, amen, glory to God. So they're passing it off. Yeah. This person can do it. That person can do it. She said, huh, Hagar can have that baby for you. Right? Mm. Why? Because you don't believe because you're looking at your condition. You're looking at your situation instead of looking at your God. That's it. Where there is absolutely nothing impossible for him to do and so we got to begin to look mm-hmm. at god and and, and then on, on the other side amen glory to god see when we do those type of things when we do those type mm-hmm. of things and we're pushing things off or amen glory to god uh, thank you jesus we're talking about the wise counsel or if mm-hmm. you um amen you go in birth prematurely mm-hmm. and then birth out an Ishmael, right? Uh, out of disobedience. 
mm-hmm. out because you want to do what it is you want to you was angry you you know you you was frustrated and so many other things and and and, mm-hmm. and there are so many ishmael babies mm-hmm. that have been born businesses ministries yeah because you left out of anger, you left out of pain, and you went and birthed out of that mm-hmm. anger and that pain. And it's been an infection in your ministry since conception. Wow. And in your business. Because it functions mm. out of that place you bleed in. Wow. And it caused a birth defect. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And what it is that God has given unto you, you can be doing so much greater. You can be doing so much more. She talked early over in the first segment. She said, look, when your baby is born too early, when it's premature, mm-hmm. that's a lot of work. That's that's work that got to be done so that baby can catch up mm-hmm. to where it needs to go. So somebody, amen, according to God, I don't know who we talking to, but some people, somebody got to go back. Mm-hmm. Amen. Or some, some, somebody got to go back in and, and, and get, um, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Um, so that you'll go back and, and, and get back into, uh, and get back before God and, and things of that nature and get some mm-hmm. things right in order and in place and get your heart right. Mm-hmm. Amen. Um, glory to God and get healed and, and get delivered from, from, from the pain. Amen. From, from the tragedy that took place, you know, um, in you and in your life so that your ministry and your business can begin to run effectively so that you can prosper in it. Yeah. Mm. So you can prosper in it. So just amen, glory to God. And it's okay to have to go back because guess what? It's going to make your business, amen, um, just bloom. Just bloom. Why? Because there's because there will no longer be any contamination. You're no mm. longer she talked about self sabotage before. And things mm. of that nature. See, you can't even have a, a, a good ministry partner or a good business partner because you don't trust people because of what the other people did to you. That's it. And so you infect, mm-hmm. you are infectious to um, relationships that can push mm. you to the next level of success. Yeah. Amen. But because of what you're dealing with on the inside. Amen. Oh my God, what you're dealing with on the inside, um, needing to be taken care of. Amen. But just, I, I am in my book, but I, I deal with a woman of God. I, I deal with high risk factors. Amen. Glory to God. And we've talked about some of those things, but I call it the spiritual trauma. Amen. Mm-hmm. Spiritual trauma and dealing with the self medications. And when we have those spiritual infections and wounds and things of that nature, um, that, um, become infectious to everything that we touch. Mm. That we touch. And it causes, it'll cause our baby, amen, um, to be, again, um, deformed in mm-hmm. some form, shape, or fashion. And it does not operate in its full capacity. And some mm. babies die. Some babies die, my God, um, because, no, you, you didn't go back to, be, to get recovered. When you don't go back and get the and, and get healed, get delivered from your pain and from your hurt and you know from the confusion and all those other things, I mean, um, you know, you become bitter 
Man, and, and don't nobody want to do business with you. People stop doing business with you. People stop, you know, bringing you over to fellowship and things of that nature because you bring that, you, you bring that, um, that dysfunctional spirit over with you. You bring over the, mm. the hurt and the pain and, and you contaminate the atmosphere. You, you, you came, you come and you bring the hurt and pain in, in, in business deals and, and, and projects and things um, of that nature that you begin to hurt other people and what it is that God has called forth in them. And so they just detach from you. And so, amen, you are a hindrance to your own success. Mm -mm. Amen, glory to God, because you won't deal with, amen, um, glory to God, you won't um, confront what's really going on on the inside of you that's a hindrance to your own destiny. And I tell you guys all the time, what you don't confront, you'll never be able to conquer. And if you don't confront it, Instead of you conquering it, it's going to always conquer you and keep you in a place of limitation where you'll never be able to grow and mature into the fullness of your destiny. My God, in the name of Jesus, um, glory to God, my God. And so it's time to, to, amen, go back and get some things taken care of, amen, so that God can truly open up. Amen. Um, your wound. Cleanse your wound. So it can open up your womb. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So you can appropriately give birth. Amen. So let's want to talk about Amen. Glory to God. And uh, Amen. Uh, um, and I'm dealing with the internal just for a little bit here because I just believe it's our internal. What's going in on internally, internally. It affects mm-hmm. our internal um, environment and it affects, um, I mean, everything internally. I, I just believe believe in that. And so when we get our internals together, um, it can cause, it can be, it, it, it is what causes the external things to begin to line up. Amen. Mm. Um, with the word of God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And so I, I want to talk about this miscarriage right we're dealing with spiritual miscarriage i want to talk about it um deal with it for a moment i want to deal with it from a parental training aspect of it and i also want to deal make sure that we deal with the i mean these some areas that i deal with and i talk about um in 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 my book abortions in the church um and i do have a segment that deals with miscarriages but i also want to deal with the medication part of it how um we self-medicate ourselves and matter of fact we're gonna Mm -hmm. we'll start there first because you was talking about the epidurum and i'm gonna give you the word that god gave me about Mm -hmm. um, the epidurum and why people wasn't giving birth amen um why why they wasn't giving birth because they were so sedated um so we'll start there first day what god said to me he was talking about how people are so sedated and we know that i never had an epidurum before so i can only tell you what they told me it is supposed to do and i can only tell you um through other people's experience we did total natural 
Amen. Um, with, with all our boys. I have three boys too. I heard you say I have three boys. So I have three <laughs> boys too. Amen. Um, glory to God. Um, and so, um, but with that, so, um, you know, the epiduum, from my understanding, that it is supposed to numb you so that you will not feel the pain. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's what I understand that it's supposed to do. But what God began to reveal to me about um, us being sedated, he was like, my children are not giving birth. They're losing their children because they don't know when to push because they're so sedated they're numb Mm. Mm. and so what happens is amen where to go when you're pregnant right and when it's time to give birth the contractions Amen. And um, this one, you know, you're close, right? <laughs> the contractions, you begin to get these contractions and they become closer and closer together. And contractions don't feel good, right? They, 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 they cause you some pain because it's like your stomach is like balling up in this like knot um, and it's tightening up all your muscles and, and all of, and all of this, and all of this, right? But also at the same time, it gives your body um, it, it stimulates your body in a way that you know it's time to push, right? And so, mm-hmm. when I'm sedated, when when I'm sedated, um, and my body is not getting those prop- appropriate signals that I need to know that it's time to push because I've so medicated myself, I so numbed myself with, and we're going to talk about different things that we medicate ourselves with with so many different things right that i don't i don't know when to push sometimes even we're so medicated because of the things that we've um took took we've seen that have happened in life that it is even difficult for us to conceive but those sometimes who will conceive it's difficult for you to even give birth because you are so numb for the medic from the different medications that you use to deal with your emotions, to deal with your, um, amen, word of God, um, your mind, to deal with yourself mentally, emotionally, um, amen, um, word of God, to, um, to, to numb yourself, right, um, so that you can keep your mind off of the pain, off of the hurt, off of the abuse, and so many other things amen um that are taking place in our life some things that we medicate ourselves with we can medicate ourselves with sex with drugs you know we'd be um alcohol we can medicate ourselves with you know being a, a workaholic i even you know we have some people who just you know they just indulge yourself even in the church every time the door open mm-hmm. in the church i'm there i'm there i'm there i'm there um i'm, I'm you know um and 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 using it as a, a way to be fixed. Now I'm in the church, but somehow it never gets in me. Amen, word yeah. of God, because I'm not I'm not using I'm not there to receive what the word of God can do in my life, but I'm there being preoccupied. Ooh. I'm being preoccupied so I can forget about the things or I don't have to deal with the things. 
right, that are really going on on the inside of me. Let's just talk about that for a moment because, I, amen, glory to God, I'm just a strong component of, amen, our internal, amen, birth out our external. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Yes, um, it is so true that um, internal is very, very, very important. And um, a lot of what we go through internally can happen for various reasons. Um, it could be childhood issues, um, rape, molestation, um, many different factors, rejection, fear, loneliness, many different things that could happen to us all the way from childhood all the way up until adulthood. Um, and so those things that start to attach themselves uh, to us or can attach themselves to us and we haven't either dealt with it or we did deal with it and then it comes back. So you have to constantly reevaluate yourself because we're wrapped in flesh and we have to constantly uh, allow that flesh to die daily, of course. And we have to constantly just reevaluate um, what we're thinking about, reevaluate who we're letting into our ears at the time of, you know, that time of birthing, that time of, you know, when we're supposed to be healing, who's there helping us to get through that time and that process. And that's part of processing. So processing, God uses that process to make us better, to make us stronger. So a lot of things that we've gone through in life is going to help us to help somebody else. And I said that before. So nothing is ever in vain. Nothing is, you know, a lot of people are like, well, woe is me. I had to go through this trouble. I had to go through this trial. You know, I had a rough childhood. I, you know, I had this, I had that. But if you look at a lot of uh, people, just in general, you know, people who have, who are successful now, um, and we could just say, okay, Oprah or, any person, you know, we've seen that has gotten to a place in life, they've had to overcome something, right? Um, and this is natural, spiritual, Christian, secular, all across the board. They had to go through some kind of adversity. That's, that was their process. And they overcame that adversity, right? Somehow, some way, they gathered strength from the Lord. Um, if you're a Christian, you, you gather strength from the Lord. And you take the word of God and you have to fight, you know, in order to get healed, in order to overcome, get delivered, whatever it may have, be, have you, you have to fight. And that is your process. You may have to fight people who don't believe in you. You may have to fight the city wherever you're at because they don't want your plans to go through. You may have to fight relatives who feel that you, you know, you shouldn't be moving or whatever that may be. You're going to have to fight, Right. And we may not see the fight coming. We may not see that this adversity is coming, okay? But we know that God has given us the weapon, which is the word of God, to fight every while of the devil, every dart he's throwing, whether it be through people, whether it be in the spiritual, whether it be spiritual warfare, whatever that may be, there is a process, and everybody's process is different. Everybody's wilderness season is different um, in order for them to birth. Um, you mentioned people becoming numb in life and becoming, you know, self-medicating themselves and using out these, all these external sources to fill the voids of what they're supposed to really focus on. And the more we focus on those external things, you know, drugs, sex, um, you mentioned 
you know, working too hard, working too much and trying to do all those things that we never address the situation and getting before the face of God, then we will never reach our fullest potential because we have not um, gone through that process and, you know, allowed God to purify us and to purge us and to, and that's on a daily basis, you know, putting that flesh to us to the side even if it's on thoughts of rejection, knowing who we are in Christ Jesus and speaking those things that be not according, you know, as though they were and speaking according to what the word says, speaking according to what we know God, who, how God created us to be and what he created us to do, of course, to worship him for his glory and to be used in the earth for such a time as this. So we should never feel, you know, be in a place where, yes, you know, and we all have gone through it, the ups and the downs, you know, doubt, doubting in one season and then happy in the next and coming off that roller coaster and really getting stable and really getting before God. And, um, you know, everybody's personality is different, but in Christ, God says that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You know, he says that I've called you for such a time as this. You are royal, you know, priesthood, holy holy nation, and, and everything of, of those things of that nature. And for, in order for us to really take hold and, and believe that, we have to just, we have to take action and do it. We have to get in the word of God. We have to take that and use that as our, our weapon um, in order to make advances in the spiritual realm. Because sometimes we, you know, we think we're going to do these advances in the natural and God is saying, I need you to fight in the spirit because this is what's going to move the hand of God. This is what's going to take that off of you. This is what's going to, you know, you're praying for that, that natural situation. I mentioned, you know, fighting with the city ordinances of, you know, you're trying to build this building and, you know, they're restricting you or whatever it may be. And you're fighting in the natural, but you need to fight in spirit because God is the one who moves the heart of the king, right? So there's times and there's places where, you know, we're fighting and we're, you know, in the natural, we're trying to do all these things. We're trying to self-medicate. We're trying to watch, you're watching TV, you're watching movies, you know, um, having fun with friends and, and thinking that's all going to work. But, you know, God is saying, I need you to come to me, you know, seek and you shall find, knock on the door will be open. I'm going to give you the answer that you need. I'm going to make a way out of no way. I'm going to be the one who's going to do this thing. And when we put that thing before the face of God, when we know we've come to an end naturally, because there always you come to an end naturally where there's nothing left for you to do on the natural side, you have to move in the spirit and you have to go forth before the Lord and God, I need you to remove this. I need you to take this out of me. I need you to remove this person. Um, that's blocking my process. I need you to, you know, mend my family. I need you to do these things, God. And, and it all starts with going before the Lord to do that. And once we do that, then we can move forward and have a successful birth. After we've gone through that whole process, after we've gone before the Lord, and after we know that, you know, God has taken us that through that process to make us ready and to make us really ready for where he wants to take us. And, um, you know, like I said, everybody's plan and everybody's process is different. Some have harder, harder pathways. Some have easier, you know, pathways, but everybody had to go through something in order to get to where they were. Everybody had to go through a, through a trial, through a tribulation to get to where they are. Because many of the men and women of God that are in the Bible and the characters read about it for everywhere, for everyone from Moses, Joseph, oh, they all had to go through the fire, right? They all had to go through something. Joseph, you know, being put in that pit, right, by his family members. They didn't think that was going to happen, but at the end of the day, it was all so he, his family could be delivered. So sometimes we think, okay, why am I going through this process? But at the end, it's really to help your family, right? <laughs> they don't see it right now. You don't see it right now. 
but God knows what he's doing. And it's all trusting the Lord. God, I know, you know, you, you put this thing on me. Maybe you had an issue, issue with drugs or whatever it may be. You know, God is going to deliver you. He's going to set you free. You have to declare it. It's going to happen. And know that God is going to use that same mouth that you may, you may have used to smoke through or whatever it may have been to declare the word of the Lord. And he's going to take you into those regions. He's going to take you into those places that no one else wants to go into, but he's going to use you because he knows you've been there. You, he knows that you've gone through what they've gone through. And sometimes God has to send someone like you who's not going to be stuck up, who's not going to be, you know, um, thinking that they're too high and mighty to go into those places because he knows you've been there. And that's why you had to go through that. That's why you had to go through that thing in your childhood. And that's why you had to go, you know, through them gossiping about, gossiping about you all those different things. And God uses all things together for his good and for his glory. So nothing is ever wasted. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Every second of your Amen. life is intentional. Amen. In yeah. the name of Jesus, every second of your life is absolutely intentional. Glory to God so that yeah. God can be glorified. Matter of fact, everything that you've been through, been um, you've been getting um, experience. Mm -hmm. Amen. You've been getting the experience that's necessary for the position in which he's called you to. Amen. Yeah. Um, in the name of Jesus, um, glory to God, because there's some people that he needs for you to reach. Amen. Mm -hmm. um, in your region, in your in your city, in your home. Amen. In, in your yeah. family lineage. Um, Joseph said, you know, you, you meant it for evil, but God meant it for my good mm -hmm. so that lives yeah. can be saved. Glory to God. Yeah. Um, and, and another place he told him, look, God, he said, God sent me here before mm -hmm. you. He told him, he told his brother so that I can save you, your wives, mm -hmm. your household, mm -hmm. and your livestock. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yeah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. And so um, mm -hmm. we've been through through places for a reason so that we can get to the destination that God has called yeah. forth in our lives. Joseph had to be in the right place at the right time, mm -hmm. being connected mm -hmm. to the right people just so he mm -hmm. could get before um, Pharaoh. Had he not yeah. transitioned through the different things that he had to transition to, Mm -hmm. He mm -hmm. would have still been at his father's house. He would have never made it. When when Joseph, mm -hmm. I mean, when um Pharaoh was trying to find somebody to um to interpret mm -hmm. his dream, nobody would have known mm -hmm. about Joseph. That's it. And so you got to get in these places. I mean, um, you've been in these mm -hmm. places. Yeah, because it's been people there that you needed to connect with. To get you to the mm. next phase, the next step, mm. right? Yeah. Make you to the next connection point into into your destiny. It, it wasn't wow. by coincidence that uh, when they wanted, when they was ready to kill him, his brothers, and they put him in the mm. pit. It wasn't by coincidence that um, the slave, the slave owners from Egypt, was coming by. It wasn't by coincidence and that you know he his brother said well let's sell him to instead of kill him let's sell him off as a slave so he had to be yeah. sold as a slave to get to Potiphar's house it wasn't a coincidence that Potiphar's wife mm. wanted him and because she couldn't mm. get him she lied on him and had him sent off to prison by her husband it wasn't mm. coincidence that the king <laughs> that pharaoh's cupbearer 
and Baker would be thrown in prison. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a coincidence. Mm -hmm. And that they would right. have a dream. That they mm -hmm. would have a dream while they was in prison with Joseph mm -hmm. and trying to figure out their dream. And he interpreted wow. it for them. Why? For one day, because God knew the day was coming that Pharaoh mm. was going to have a dream. Oh, my God. Hallelujah. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. And mm -mm -mm. that cupbearer, amen, the cupbearer, um, he remembered. And this mm. was even the other thing. It took him, it was two or three years after he was released out of prison. When he re wow. got released out of prison, when Joseph gave him the dream, he said, don't forget about me. Yeah. When he, they got out of the prison, they forgot all about him. But it was the moment when Pharaoh had that dream. That was the right moment, mm -hmm. the right time. That was, amen, that was when time and eternity met. So that wow. Joseph's dream can come alive. So he came and and uh, Pharaoh was looking for his body. And the, 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 um, he said, the cupbearer, oh, there was a man in prison named Joseph who was still in wow. prison by the way. Amen. Joseph. Mm -hmm. Glory to God. And so he came and he went and called for Joseph. And Joseph mm -hmm. interpreted Pharaoh's dream. And when he interpreted mm -hmm. Pharaoh's dream, his dream, Joseph's dream, it instantaneously became alive. Wow. But the process. Mm -hmm. The process. But he yeah. endured that process for... Mm -hmm about a good 13, 14 years. It mm. wasn't that overnight microwaved process. No. Amen, glory to God. It was something that he had to endure for a while. Mm. But even at the same time, he had to believe and trust and depend on mm. God and just know that he know, mm. even though his condition or his situation did not mm -hmm. look like his dream that one day that yes my dream would live and and and, and that is what mm -hmm. God is looking for us to have one day my dream is going to live but be willing to go through the process without compromising yeah. without compromising because uh. he could have compromised with um part of his wife mm -hmm. and he would have missed out on destiny that's it. Don't compromise. See, that would have caused him to have a miscarriage. <laughs> you see, the, the enemy will set you up. <laughs> he, that's he'll, it. he'll set you up to try to get you to have a miscarriage. So yeah, that, that so that's something else. Amen. Glory to God. Um, don't compromise because when you compromise the word of God, you miscarry. That's it. Amen. Glory to God. You can't fulfill that destiny that God has called mm. forth in your life. Because you've settled for less than what your potential is. Amen. Word of God. Y'all going to make me preach in a moment. But. <laughs> amen. Word of God. Oh, because I, I mean, this this is this is my heart. This, this is what my heart mm -hmm. is. Amen. Word of God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So let's deal with. Sometimes we, we miscarry because of the mm -hmm. our parental traits. And so when I talk about parental traits, um, I'm talking about these are these are parental traits that um, we can inherit it from our natural parents as well uh -huh. as our spiritual parents. Uh -huh. Amen. 
um you know just like um what is that some what they say that's what this is what they say they say that um um that you know diabetes and um can't cancer all these type of things um that can um run in your family that can be traits that's in your family lupus and um sick of cell you know and all those type of things but in the spirit you mean uh, we can have uh and, and uh, uh, we can develop traits we can negative traits from our natural parents and our spiritual parents that can cause us to miscarry mm. what it is that God has called for in our lives. And so mm. that's the other thing where um, having that relationship with God, right? And see, just because mm. such and such, you know, mom, big mama them been doing this forever. And so big mama mm. them taught mama them taught grandmama there, man. Grandma them taught mama, and this is what mama taught us. Mm -hmm. Right? And so they told us, don't we, we can't ever cross this line. God said, go mm -hmm. across the line. <laughs> Can you go across the line? And they like, no, because we ain't never been across the line. We ain't never been on the other side. <laughs> um, we, we can't go over there for whatever reason that it may be, but, you know, out of fear, Amen. Um, but, you know, Big Mama them, they probably just had to do what they had to do, right, to get by. Hmm. But where God has equipped us, right, um, with so much more. And so hmm. uh, where he's equipped us with so much more and um, and we and I mean, even in in the um, where, you know, we've we, we educated now, get a little bit more education and things of that nature. But where he's equipped us a, a little bit more and and showing us, look, that we can come amen, we can come from that place, that comfort zone or that square box that our family lineage have just set in from one generation to the next because nobody decided to think outside the box. Nobody has decided to go, you know, outside of the box, you know. No, you know, we can't be successful because, what, we don't have no money. We don't, you know, whatever um, type of things that we've set up in our mindset, right, um, to keep us, um, and, and I'm talking about this hour, if this is something that our parents dealt with, and sometimes we'll deal, we're dealing with it. And I'm just talking about a private mindset right now. Amen. But it can be any type of mindset, right? But, um, but where, um, we will place ourselves, you know, in, in that box and we don't move from it. And so it's it and, and and it comes from like I said, lack of faith. It can be fear, or you know, people have told you know they told grandma and them they couldn't do it, and so grandma and them been telling everybody else, no, you can't do that. You know, you're you're not we're not able to do that, even though God yeah. could be telling you on the inside, yes, you can, or God is telling you to do the very thing that has defied everything else. And then I'm gonna give an example. I'm thinking about. I mean, I'm thinking about even like Peter right now. Now, Peter, Mama, amen, and I know they don't talk about his mother, any of that in the story, but I'm just thinking about how Peter, he knew, he knew that man ain't never walked on water. He knew that, mm -hmm. right? 
And everybody else on that boat knew that men, a man ain't never walked on water. And so they didn't even have the, they wouldn't even form their mouths to say, if it's you, Lord, call me and I'm going to walk on this water. I'm going to defy gravity. I'm going to defy that in which is known unto man. If you call me, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. But Peter did it. And even after he did it, nobody else still thought that it could have been possible because then nobody else stepped out on that water. But when he stepped out on the water, he was able to do something that was not known to man. And sometimes we stay or we miscarry things in our lives because we're stuck in generational curses. Um, and that is keeping us limited in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, because of one thing or another. So let's just deal with, you know, sometimes these parental traits that are passed down um, in our lives. And it also conforms or has formed or shaped who we are and what it is that we believe in our level of success or failure. Yes, Absolutely. Um, you said so much, um, and it is so true that what we carry from our parents, like you said, spiritual parents, parents can have an effect on us if we allow it to. So, um, for example, someone who, you know, their parent had cancer and now they're thinking in their mind that it's going to happen to them. It hasn't happened to them yet, but they're thinking in their mind it's going to happen. And so now because you thought it in your mind, then now your body starts to manifest it because you thought it, right? That's the same way. So it can, it can happen if we allow it to happen. Yes, that happened to, you know, my mother or whoever it may have happened to, but that doesn't have to happen to me. It doesn't need to um, come forth through me. And we talk about that through uh, generational curses. So we have to say the buck stops here. We have to fight in the spirit. We have to go after those demons that were in our family from past time and take it to the Lord in prayer. Now, in the natural, we have to make some decisions as well So, with certain areas and certain things. For example, you know, divorce. You know, if you're like, okay, all your family members got divorced, do you need to get a divorce? That's a whole other topic. But, you know, things of that nature. You have to make those decisions in life. Okay, I'm not going to do this. And I'm not going to do this. I'm going to eat better. Whatever that may have that may have you know have to do, you have to do in order to get the result that you want to to get. You know, maybe your parent got cancer for you know maybe they weren't eating right. Maybe it wasn't in their you know the the bloodline. Maybe we think it was. And not all the time is everything passed out. But in order to combat that, we have to go into our prayer closet, and we need to break those things off of our family, break them off of our children. And it starts with us when we say the buck stops here. I'm not allowing this to happen. And we start seeing the signs of it trying to creep in. We need to nip it in the butt. In the natural. And when you were mentioning mindset, um, what I was thinking about was when people, you know, say that they were, you know, they came from the projects or they are poor or they don't have any money. But when I teach, (laughs) when I speak and teach, You know, I talk from the aspect of how God has given us so much resources 
but we have to go out and get the resources. We have to go out and search for the resources because a lot of people want things handed to them on a platter, right? And that all goes back down to process as well. So, for example, if you want your, you want to write a book, right, and you're thinking, oh, I don't know what to do. I don't, you know, I don't know how to write a book. How do I go about it? Okay, you can research how to write a book. It's on Google. It's free. Don't have, if you don't have, you know, a computer, some people let, and this is, you know, just talking practical, but think about it in the spirit. We allow things to hinder us, and we start to blame what we don't have on why we can't have a certain result. Okay, you don't have a computer to complete the task. Okay, so there's a library with free computers. Okay, I don't have transportation to get to the library. There's a bus that you you know you pay whatever. Okay, I don't have money to get on the bus. Do you see how many how how deep this can go? This is not natural, but this is in the spiritual as well. This can go very deep because we allow right situations to come to hold us back from really what we want and what God is telling us to do and what He's telling us we should be doing. We allow those situations to hinder us when we know that. If we really wanted something, for example, women with, you know, getting their hair done and they, they want to weave, they find the money. A lot of times they, I know you're like, okay, you don't, have it, you don't have money for nothing else, but they find the money to get the nails and to get the hair. Do you see what I'm saying? So if you can, this is spiritual and natural. And the spiritual, you know, if you can um, not see what God has for you in that picture, have it in your head, have it in your mind. You know, you're saying, God, I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't know what I'm going to, you know, how my destiny is going to unfold. How is this business going to take off? It looks like, you know, I don't have it. I, the resources are dried up. God, you're going to have to make a provision. If you need to sow, sow you're going to have to sow. And sow your way out of your situation. And a lot of times God will start to break open forth, you know, open doors for you. Uh, he'll break open forth ideas for you. He'll bring people who God has assigned to bless you for your business, for your ministry, for such a time as this. So we have to break past those limitations, break past the mindset and think of thinking that we can't do it, thinking that we don't have enough to do it, thinking that we are not enough in order to do it. A lot of times we are afraid that we are not smart enough, we're not good enough, we're not, we don't have the eloquence enough, we don't speak properly, we, all those different things. And Moses went through that same thing with his issue with the stuttering, right? He felt that he wasn't good enough or he didn't have enough or he couldn't deliver. So he had to, the Aaron had to be sent in order to speak on his behalf. And how many times do we miss moments, do we miss opportunities? And like you said, with the, Sarah situation and Hagar, we miss moments, we miss opportunities, we miss Carrie because we send someone else to do what God called us to do. We send someone else to finish the task and God is saying, no, I called you to do it. Why didn't you do what I told you to do? And then we wonder why, you know, we're not seeing the fruition. We're not seeing the blessings that we should be seeing. We're not seeing the increase that we should be seeing is because God told you to do it. He didn't tell, you know, this person over here to do it. He told you to do it. And so in order to see the fullness of God, we have to complete the task that God tells us to complete because there's a reason that he's telling us to do it. We don't know everything. God doesn't tell us everything. And sometimes we don't want to know everything because if we knew everything, <laughs> we would tell God, no, 
go through that, <laughs> right? Mm-mm. We would be like, um, no, if I have to go through labor and scream no. and kick and cry and want to, you know, want to dress, punch oh, somebody in the face. Jesus. No, I don't want to go through that, God. <laughs> but God doesn't tell us that part, right? He doesn't tell us that we're going to have to go through this struggle. He doesn't tell us that a family may turn on, turn on us. He doesn't tell us. You know, that he didn't tell me, for example, my son was going to be severely premature. Tell him they were doctors were telling me that he was going to have a have cerebral palsy mm. and all these different things he went through. God didn't tell me that, but I had to go through it. And the reason why we go through it is because it makes us stronger. Right. And when it makes us stronger, we're able to stand up in the righteousness of God and bring other people up out of their place of obscurity and adversity. And so that they don't miscarry because we birth a full-term baby, right? But we have to go through that process. We have to look past all those things that we saw in our parents and they know that that's there. It's there, but it needs to be broken. And you have to confront it. If it's an issue, alcoholism, whatever it may be, you have to confront it before it tries to attack you or attack your children. And you confront it with prayer. You confront it with fasting. You confront it with the word of God. And then with the spiritual aspect, spiritual parental aspect, we don't need to, re- we don't have to receive everything that is in a, in a, in a negative con- concept or connotation. And we can receive the good parts and throw out the bad things. And we can make sure that relationship with the Lord is what is tight. We have to make sure that it's solid because we know we don't serve man, we serve God. And so when we serve God, he is going to give us revelation he is going to give us ideas. He's going to show us whatever we need to see, however, so we can get to that next place in life. And so he can walk us through and be with us during that labor. Because when you have someone that's with you in the labor room and they're coaching you through and they're saying, you can do it, girl, you can do it, you can do it, uh, you can do it, you can do this, you can do this, then the process is so much easier than going through it by yourself. So always have in your, in your mind, you know, who you, you know, can call upon, you know, when you're going through your process. And sometimes God will allow you to go through by yourself. And sometimes, sometimes God won't want you to call nobody. He wants you to go through by yourself. And sometimes he's the only one you can call out to. You have to cry out to God. But then there's other times where God will designate people and tell you specifically who you can call on say, you know what, I, I know that I'm in this birthing season, I'm in travail right now, and I need you to help to push this baby out of me because I cannot miscarry this baby. Amen. 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 And amen. To God be the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You are not a product of your environment. Amen. You are a product of God's creation. You're a product of God's word. You are a product of God's thought. Amen. Um, of God's thought. And we know um the scripture tells us, you know, the word of God is flawless. Amen. Um, in the name of Jesus, glory to God. And so you're flawless. As you were even fearfully and wonderfully made. And it's all about trusting in him and believing in him. Um, you cannot carry, amen, um, what it is that God has called forth in your life. 
in the absence of a relationship with him. Mm-hmm. And your, your number one spiritual midwife, amen, is the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit. So he's going to lead and guide mm-hmm. you in all truths. Yeah. He will lead you and guide you into all truths. He'll lead and guide you to everyone that you need to be connected with. Amen. Everyone that God has already positioned in place from mm-hmm. helping you um, carry, deliver, uh, amen, grow up your baby, even all the way down to those who God has set aside just for this birth. Go the those mm-hmm. that God has set aside so that you can, amen. With that in which he released in you, uh, through you, that it may pour into their lives so that they may be broken free from the things that have caused them to lose their dreams, their goals, their visions, what it is that God has called forth in their lives. And so it becomes a um, amen, a process where, where one is broken free. And that one go and help others to break free because of because they have you know already been through the process, mm-hmm. amen. And so your purpose is to deliver the promise of God to some, in someone else's life, amen. Just like Moses, his purpose was to go and deliver unto the Israelites the promise that God gave Abraham four hundred years prior. Oh, bless your name, Jesus. 400 years prior amen i'm going to god that that they will that they will he will give his descendants the land um that flows milk and honey the promised land amen so that was um moses purpose to lead them there amen um even he said i can't speak because that's okay he said i stutter because that's okay i'll give you the words Right, amen. Um, where to God and for every excuse, God just let him know I've I've I already have the answer. God gave him an answer that is already mm-hmm. taken care of. So even for every excuse that that you that may come up in your mind, it it is even time for such a time as this to pull down, you know, those vain imaginations that puff itself up against the knowledge of God. Amen. Yeah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. It is time for you to be confident in this thing that he who begun a good work in you will carry it to completion. Amen. Until the day of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Dynamic woman of God, before we, um, it, it is so much more to talk and discuss. Because y'all know I can, we can, I can definitely go on for days <laughs> <laughs> dealing with this yeah. conversation right yeah. here. But it has been powerful in the church one tonight. My God, in the mm. name of Jesus. I may have to come back and just have a whole discussion with y'all about the labor room. Amen. <laughs> um, Thank you, Jesus. Um, hallelujah. <laughs> that labor room. But woman of God, before you leave here, I want you to um give out your information so that um um those that are listening to the broadcast they will know how to contact you, how to connect with you, um, dynamic woman of God. 
Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. I am on Instagram under Crystal, K-R-Y-S-T-L-E, Lynch, L-I-N-C-H, speaker, Crystal underscore Lynch underscore speaker. I am on Facebook, Crystal Lynch Ministries. Um, and my website is www.krystelynch.info, crystallynch.info. You can contact me on there if you want to. I am an author, coach, speaker, and you can contact me, message me. Okay, thank you. And glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Again, I want to thank you so much for joining us in the church on tonight. Um, prophetess. Amen. Um, <laughs> hallelujah. I, I just bless God for that in which he has just um, allowed you to use to, to just pour out into the people so that they can be yeah. set free. Amen. That we've we started a conversation to, to bring wholeness and to help somebody. Amen. Um, receive um their their breakthrough on tonight. The answer that they have been looking for. So we praise God for your obedience, um, dynamic woman of God. Amen. Um, in the majestic name of Jesus. Welcome to the In the Church TV and Radio. We want to thank you for joining us in the church on tonight. As we have had a phenomenal time, we look forward to greeting you in the church next week. But until then, let us connect on our social media platform. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at In the Church. Also on Twitter at In the Church Live. We look forward to continuing our conversation with you. You can also go to our website at www.inthechurch.com to re-listen to this program in addition to email your thoughts, your comments, and any show topic requests. So we look forward to connecting with you, dynamic people of God. As always, let us continue to follow the word of truth so that we will be set free. Until next time, people of God, we look forward, amen, to meeting you in the church. Let us go in the love, joy, peace, favor, and the anointing of our most holy Savior, who is none other than Jesus Christ. And it is in his most holy and majestic name that we have convened in the church. Amen, amen, and amen. And amen.